Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 169 for the 21st of October 2011. Welcome back to the couch. And it's fantastic to be here. Back on the couch, episode 169. Indeed. And uh, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to cover what's happening in the world of broadcast and entertainment technology, all the news that matters. Uh, And we're going to cover categories like what's happening in business, a bit of technology action, content delivery, how people are getting their content these days. And lots of mobile news, some gaming news, and maybe we'll think of something in the wacky other category. Uh, do send us your feedback at uh, feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. Um, we're, s- we're specifically interested in some uh, stuff about Bjork this week, so uh, stay <laughs> listening for the next 25 minutes or so. Indeed. So uh, one of the things that uh, is happening in the world of uh, business games is that Intel have made a decision to abandon their plans uh, to get processors into TVs. Now, was this ever actually a big business for them? I'm not so sure it was a big business. Obviously, the the big sort of fails that people have heard about are Google TV uh, and mm-hmm. the Logitech device, and um, and they have got some success in the, I guess, the high-end cable boxes from Comcast and Liberty Global. Mm. Um, but in the TV world, I think uh, that business has changed quite a lot recently with a lot of consolidation. Um, And it seems like, you know, all the panels are made in the Far East. Mm. Um, And, you know, consequently or subsequently, a lot of the components are also now all, you know, solely sourced from the Far East, including the the system on chip stuff. Um, And and Intel hasn't really got anything in the the TV space at all. So I think it's really, you know, reading between Mm. the lines, they're pulling Mm. out of the the integrated TV market. um, Right. It, it's not the all set tops. Okay, um, that's interesting because uh, I guess set tops they're definitely still in that game. Number of operators actually doing trials or working with them, as you say, in the states. Um, so, yeah. uh, what are they concentrating on? What they call ultra books? Is that like basically laptops, or are they concentrating on tablets now? What 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 is their kind of direction that they're trying to head into? I I wouldn't like to second guess to be honest. Um, I mean, I, I'd, I'd kind of say I mean, an ultrabook to me is maybe a you know a desktop replacement, um, right. which is I guess the corporate market which they're pretty much in at the moment, mm-hmm. um, where people get a laptop. I mean, you know, I'm sure you and I both we've both got laptops which are essentially our desktop. Um, Indeed. So, uh, and the tablets and maybe I mean I've just got a, a client for reading my corporate email on uh, on my iPad. Um, mm-hmm which is is it all software kind of based solution um but obviously we had the the blackberry outages uh over the last couple of weeks which um can't have done you know, certainly haven't done rim stock price any good yeah, uh, and sure. you know i think that they they've they must have crested now i think in that space um yeah. so i you know i from my perspective i guess most people would just say you need a backup plan for accessing your email yeah absolutely <laughs> um, and uh I mean, anyone uh, and don't and don't we know about backup plans? Just recording this, so uh, <laughs> indeed, it's been a technological challenge today, as is always the case. So, uh, uh, speaking of technology, James, we've got uh, <laughs> some interesting things happening in the world of uh, technology, and today it's the Lytro camera, which I, I watched a video of someone actually demonstrating the camera 
this week, and it looks like uh, quite an interesting oh, right. device. Yeah, we, I think we talked about it before. I kind of signed up to be on the early access uh, list and was offered the chance to buy one uh, earlier this week mm-hmm. um, for you know deli- delivery much later, I presume. I don't think they're on the shelf. <laughs> Pay um, your cash now and get your device a long time. Away. They, they actually, yeah, they're actually yeah. sharing demos, but it looks like a kind of square telescope, really. It's kind of long and squarish as yeah. opposed to it's like a, like a, camera. a big le- a big lady's lipstick um perhaps <laughs> yeah it's a very um, big one <laughs> thinking about it but i it just i mean obviously we all love new technology but um it, it does seem to make some compromises in the areas of resolution i've never seen any high-res shots um so it looks almost like a pinhole camera yeah you know, uh, so it's got a pin and pinhole cameras you know have that that infinite depth of field mm. um so it's got that Which special is, trick of being able to, so its thing is being able to focus on a particular area of the frame after the fact. So you can point and shoot and uh, it's not focused on everything, but it's focused, yes, you can refocus yeah. on a particular area. Uh, which is which is kind of cool, uh, but uh, I don't know. The, ca- the camera's three ninety nine. So uh, on to content delivery now, James, where we talk about how people are getting and uh, consuming their content. Um, yes. And I didn't quite know whether to put the, this uh, particular story into the um, content delivery in the business or in the how to how to create your own marketing disaster category, which maybe we should have one of those. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the, the comedy comedy moment of the week. Um, <laughs> but this is, you know, obviously there's been a lot of news about Netflix. I don't think we could go, go round without mentioning that. Um, yeah, I mean, where, where can I start? I mean, the amount of the U-turns, the do this, do that, new website, new that. I mean, at the end of the day, they've alienated a lot of, some of their customers, not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've certainly lost customers. Um, and they've kind of, Reed Hastings hasn't come out smelling of roses, I suppose. Um, no. Obviously creating the, the Quickster site, leaving the Quickster site. Um, if you can look up a um, Saturday Night Live uh, a couple of skits about this. It's quite amusing. Um, <laughs> just, just uh, I guess, Saturday Night Live Netflix. They, they did do some rip-offs, mm. but they actually did lots more little sketches, which uh, really took the mickey, I think would be the explanation. Yes, it's a bit, uh, a bit sad. So they, they split off their DVD business. They brought it back into house on the same website. I mean, I guess the, the people still watch DVD, James. Is it still the case that everyone is actually watching their content on standard definition dvds is that true i think a lot of people are um not everyone is touting the latest smartphone and ipad i mean there are <laughs> that, that is a uh, that is a proportion of society i mean obviously netflix is uh, they've made inroads i think in europe now they've launched some services in europe latin america um most of it is in streaming you know i think their, their stock price was hit because they lost some headline deals yeah. um but they also signed up some more deals as well um I had a good analogy. Someone said, uh, you know, this, uh, I've been at some conferences recently and, and looking at, you know, is streaming going to kill cable and mm-hmm. satellite? And they're saying, you know, it would be like saying, you know, the Albanian army taking over the world. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's a very, very small percentage of right. um, viewing is done on Netflix. Right. What, while it is kind of killing the broadband uh, of the world, mm. the streaming video, because the internet is, was never designed to stream video. No, not uh, at, all. at all. Not at all. So, yeah. you know, trying to carry even a small quantity of video over it uh, is challenging mm. um, as uh, even getting voice over it is quite challenging sometimes. <laughs> Indeed, um, we've had some fun today. 
Um, yes. Interesting. So we'll have to see how Netflix goes. Uh, I guess they're, they're bringing it all in-house again having and having ditched it, having brought it back in. Um, yeah. And I guess uh, streaming isn't isn't mainstream yet. The, uh, no. <laughs> it's probably, probably what's going on. Now, um, in the content section, you've got a weird thing here about Bjork and some weird mega multi-format iPad album, iPad only album, right? That's yeah. Right. So instead of actually um, releasing a normal album like normal people, uh, Bjork has decided to release an iPad app album. Uh, so yeah, it's, which is an interactive kind of experience. Indeed. So um, the uh, <laughs> so if I can I can quote from the the article here. Biophilia is released as a series of apps and is intended to be an educational journey in which the music acts as a soundtrack to a visual adventure on an iPad. The idea is that you have to buy the apps as a suite, as in an album, and then use each one separately. So for a song called Crystalline, you travel down a galaxy of brightly coloured tunnels by tilting the iPad this way and that. Okay, so um, yeah. I guess it's part, uh, part performance art, part, uh, part, part music, part um, <laughs> experimental... <laughs> application and if you look in the show notes folks you'll see there's a there's a uh, an image captured because she's worth it bjork has an unfortunate encounter with a bottle of powerful hair restorer which she looks like she reminds me of an old um i guess she's from iceland so like having a troll <laughs> what or can something. you say trolls had hair like that <laughs> as i remember little plastic go. trolls no, interesting um, i guess uh, we're, we're seeing people experiment with the medium and uh trying to see something a bit different i mean the, the Times, who are normally pretty ready to slate just about anyone for any reason, if they can think of one, mm-hmm. actually gave it four out of five stars. So that's a fair effort. So Bjork, well, interesting to see that she's exploring a new medium and uh, we'll see what happens next yeah. year. If anyone has bought the suite of apps, do send us some feedback at feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. Yeah, we'd love Tell to us hear what you, what you think. think and, um, yeah, and maybe this is a new format that uh, is going to take off. Indeed. Now, a little article here from you, James, on the battle between cable and theatres round two. Now, what's the story here? Okay, this is... um, Round one was when cable started and everyone thought, oh, movie theatres are dead. Mm. Um, And that didn't really happen. Uh, It's been a bit of a rocky road for movie theatres. Everyone thought maybe 3D was going to be the saviour of of movie theatres. Jury's out on that. Clearly, a lot of the today's industry is worked around all these things called release windows um, uh-huh. of which the first release window is is in theatres and then typically after theatres it goes on to planes I guess and pay-per-view in hotels and then later pay-per-view on pay TV uh, cable satellite etc um, but yep. what's happening now is um, as well as uh, and sometimes there's you know day and day release of package media so Blu-rays DVDs now um, Comcast and in fact Time Warner have have said that they will um, release one title even before it hits goes into movie theaters. Yeah, and go on to pay per view, um, but not for about sixty bucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh um, a bit weird. And you were remarking earlier on about how how the titles of these shows are a bit weird. So, um, so uh, Time Warner is selling the Trespass movie on October fourteen, uh, the same day it was released in the theaters nationwide. And that day, the company also said it would begin selling Marginal Call. Starring Kevin Spacey and Demi Moore this Friday, October 21. Is it a marginal call, James, or is it just trespassing? I guess we'll find mm-hmm. out later on. Interesting to see how that goes. I guess uh, what I noticed from theatres was that the, the theatres here uh, were only ever starting to advertise things other than just movies. So 3D content like uh, concerts and sporting events and uh, 
And also uh, the Russian ballet at the Bolshoi you can actually watch in 3D as a live performance. That's an interesting one. Mm, I think I'd rather see um, Kevin Spacey and Demi Moore. Really. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's right. Just, that's just my personal taste. There's also been some pasting I was just reading today, actually, in the news about um, you know Ultraviolet, the digital locker service for oh, yeah. you know, getting your stuff uh, digitally when you buy packaged media and, and other sources and electronic sell through these kinds of things. Yep. Bit of pushback on some of the early titles that have come out in the US. Um, the Green Lantern is one of them. Um, because people are saying, you know, I want to listen to this on my iDevice, but uh, one of the people who are not playing in the Ultraviolet is Apple. Hmm, um, there you go. So you so you can't watch the stuff on your iPad. No. Um, so obviously these early adopter people, iPads and iPhone, you could hardly argue that people are early adopters if they've got an iPod or an iPhone or an iPad. There's a lot of people around now. That's true. Um, they're, they're obviously quite vocal and are saying, this sucks. Why, you know, you promised me I can watch this anywhere, but I can't. Um, <laughs> anywhere except the, so, you know, the you majority know, platforms. Yeah. Uh, does that bode well or not? So, uh, Very interesting. So uh, on to uh, well, mobile. Not, not majority. I mean, there's a lot of Windows media player out there, so. Yes, mobile news. <laughs> on to mobile news. Um, so, uh, James, you've uh, come across an iPhone 4S. Is that right? Yeah, I did. I was uh, at a at an Akamai conference uh, last week and uh, I happened to partake in the, the lucky draw, um, for which I had to jump through a few hoops, but um, I did actually, for once, for once in my life, got, uh, <laughs> got a little lucky and um, won a, a nice white 64 gig iPhone 4S, which Ooh, uh, very nice. I've actually given to my wife to bring her into the smartphone era um, uh-huh. and moved her pay-as-you-go account on uh, actually a CDMA VNO Virgin Mobile over to AT and T, which was uh-huh. it was very easy. Um, and then we've we've gone through the pain of upgrading all of our Macs and iPads and iPhones to iOS five. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, have you upgraded your iPhone? Yeah, so I've upgraded mine, and it took it took uh, took plenty of time. That's for sure. Uh, but that you know that almost broke the internet. I found. There was like a concatenation of um, downloads you had to do, certainly in the Mac world. You had to upgrade to the latest version of Lion. Then you had to, so it, was, it was basically you had to download a couple of gigs of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Um, which was a bit of a pain. And when I was at the Akamai conference, they were kind of giving a state of the internet. And they do have a, a website. They, they look at, you know, what traffic's happening on the internet. Um, yeah. And the iOS update almost broke the internet. Oh, my um, goodness. Who'd have thought, eh? And, it's, and it certainly did in the hotel we were staying, that's for sure. Um so, yeah, um, iOS 5 is out. I've, you know, played with, with Siri a bit. It's quite fun. Oh, what was that like? Found some buzz. It's, it's remarkably good, but a bizarre things like you can't, it, you can set it to UK English. Obviously, I'm UK English or US English. But if oh. I set it to UK English to better recognize what I'm saying, it then can't search for things in the US which I thought was a bit... Right, so you're not weird. allowed to be UK English speaking and live in the US. Yeah, it's. I, I guess it must be something to do with some AI engine, but it just seems a bit weird. Right. Um, but, I, you know, I think they've... It, Siri was a last-minute addition, bizarrely, so, mm. um, to the, the iOS 5 rollout, but it does seem quite interesting. It, it's useful for simple stuff like, you know, set an alarm rather than uh-huh. deep linking into um, some menu, finding it, turning it on. You can just say, you know wake me up tomorrow at 6.30, uh, which nice. which works pretty well. Um, and I'm sure, you know, but unfortunately I won't have much hands-on time with this because uh, my good lady wife will have the device. <laughs> we'll have she seems to enjoy it. And um, 
yeah so and we're just you know and the main reason i didn't have it really was because i've already got my ipad with the 3g plan yeah and while you can go for some mega plan on the iphone for using it as a wi-fi hotspot um you know then it's yet another device to carry so um uh, yeah, for not, sure. not necessarily a good thing uh, and also there was the the rim outage the last week as well um mm. which caused a few problems and i'm sure that's going to be another nail in in rims uh absolutely coffin. It's, if, it's if, if it is it's not dead you know but uh yeah certainly and i've now got a a client for my ios devices so i can which um as the company i work for is very much a, a rim company but we've acknowledged there yeah. are other devices out there um and I'm certainly looking at that as, a, as another way <laughs> of doing my stuff. When you're as, out of your email know, for uh, days on end and you have no other way of getting around it. Yeah, or you just want to carry one less device or one of the networks goes down. Um, as long as your internet doesn't go down, you should be okay. But uh, even that's not yeah. very reliable, is it, Ian, as we know? Uh, yeah, it's um, um, a little bit tragic. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got some news here about Sony Ericsson. What's going on there? Yeah, so Sony are in talks to buy Ericsson out of their joint phone venture, Sony Ericsson. Now, James, when's the last time you heard any announcements or any kind of fuss about a Sony Ericsson phone? I guess uh, mm, the answer to that is never. not very recently. Yeah, um, indeed. So, Sony are obviously behind there uh, and they're trying to recoup gain yeah, ground in their battle to against Apple and Samsung and everyone else. They've really mm-hmm. fallen from, you know, at least second or third or fourth place to uh, to way down the way down the, the rankings now. So yeah. all, all their products and network services have been quite mm. separate up till now. They're trying to unify them within Sony and actually try and work on uh, creating some sort of value around that. I mean, Sony Ericsson had a reputation and in the industry as well for having one of the best user interfaces in a phone, but you know they they've kind of lost that uh lost that but that was old style not smartphone and oh, i guess absolutely. their smartphone journey's been they didn't didn't jump on android um nokia had their kind of legacy thing i remember those big kind of like big uh, mars bar kind of um things phones the brick the original yeah. kind of brick phones that opened up yeah. had a lot of followers um you know and a, and a, a nice sinking kind of station but i don't think it didn't really evolve yeah um, that's true um, so uh, on to gaming games. Uh, mm. Angry Birds the movie. Is this for real? <laughs> well, I don't know about the movie. I think the, the, the news for me was Angry Birds apparently is coming out with a new bird. Um, Ooh. Which, is kind of a, which is kind of a logical extension to their uh, to their franchise. They haven't introduced <laughs> any new birds. They've just had kind of new screens right. for people to go through with the, uh-huh. the, the Halloween theme. Uh, but there's a hint they're going to come out with a new bird with a new function. For those of right. who haven't played Angry Birds, um, I suspect everyone listening to this has. Um, yeah, it's about time there was a new bird on the block. I think. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there'll be a movie franchise. You know, there. No, apparently, there's a cookbook uh, I mean, coming they've out done as no well. Marketing. That's the other. <laughs> a cookbook. Whatever will they think of next? <laughs> I know. Um, exactly. Yeah, how to cook your Angry Birds. Um, other stuff um, I thought interesting in the gaming arena was. Um, kind of augmented reality gaming. Mm, um, this is interesting. Which is um, Activision Skylanders, um, mm-hmm. where they have little toys. I don't know if they're going to put these toys into, you know, it's like the kind of thing you'd get in a cereal box or a McDonald's Happy Meal. No yeah, it looks, in this picture, it looks like um, it's sitting on a cake, I guess. Yeah. But how do you, but how do you interact between the, the real world and the and the games themselves? Like, kind of link there well i think i mean this cake thing is actually like a portal so you have to you get the portal oh, okay. i think with the game and then you have to put the 
put the characters onto the portal and okay. they then sort of teleport a bit Star Trekky into uh, into the game. Right. So the, the real toys go into the um, the virtual world. Um, mm, interesting. That's the idea. So it says a seventy dollars um, starter pack so yeah, includes so you a can copy of the game. Your characters from a Wii to an Xbox. Oh, interesting. So it mm. says a seventy dollars starter pack includes a copy of the game, three Skylanders characters, the Portal of Power, which I presume is that cake shaped thing. Character poster, trading cards, stickers, web codes, and <laughs> batteries. There you go. Everything you need for a virtual, well, augmented reality experience. Fantastic. I think some marketeer has turned it, turned over in his grave there, hasn't he? Because uh, you've you've reduced his his portal of power to a cake. Um, <laughs> it is. It looks like a cake. Check go. it out. Um, <laughs> it is a cake. Look in the show notes. Um, Have a look. All is a bit more news or less news in there. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, what other? Oh, well, I guess the other news we couldn't, you know, end this podcast without, um, you know, playing a little tribute to the passing of Mr. Steve Jobs. Um, Indeed. Every, everywhere I've been, every event I've been to in the last couple of weeks has, has had a few minutes of, of silence. Mm. Um, we have enough silence, I think, in this podcast anyway. Um, <laughs> so. But you know, I think he's done a he's done a good job. Um, no pun intended. And um, we'll we'll wait to see what happens. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of products still in the Apple pipeline which mm. will have the mark of Jobs on them. Absolutely. Um, but, and, uh, uh, interesting to see where, where Apple goes. Uh, where Apple goes next with that? From what I understand, he was working at Apple until until the day the day before he died. So clearly, there's a lot mm. more things to come with. Uh, Steve Jobs fingerprints all over it. Yeah, indeed. So, um, good for him. That's all I can say. Good for <laughs> him. Anyway, James, uh, I think that wraps us up for episode 169. Look forward to chatting with you next week for 170. And uh, Indeed. And thank you for listening, everybody. We've had a few technical difficulties here, so you might notice some wacky edit points. But uh, <laughs> Indeed. We'll that's do the best. life of these uh, long-range collaborations. Indeed. Okie dokie. So it's goodbye from me, James. And goodbye from Ian. Cheers. Bye. This episode of On The Couch Podcast is brought to you by EmbeddedAdventures.com your source for embedded kits and things to play with.